Welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Two Cents Footy Podcast. And today we are joined by a very special guest. We are joined by an FPL expert, a longtime Manchester United fan, and resident resolute defender on our five-a-side soccer team. His name is Shane Maria. What's up, Shane? How's, how's, thanks for having me, guys. It's Shane Maria here. FBL, if you want to call it GOAT for now. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk at the end of the season. What happens? FBL Merchant. Oh, FBL how can he be God. A goat when GOAT stands for greatest of all time? But it is greatest of all time now. I feel like that's way too much. He's, done. Done. He's number one. You're number five. End of story. Shane, for any of you folks wondering, Shane was... Shane was ranked number one in the best league in the world. Um, I forgot what our league was last week. Last I think year, it was I like what it was the called. league. It was like the this year with the two sets of footy league. What was our league uh, last year in East London? The league, I think, could could, could possibly be <laughs> very creative. So Shane was Shane was the best in the whole world, the whole of South Africa. He was ranked number one consistently, Wait, really? week in week out. Not in South Africa. So, <laughs> I was top one hundred. To my heart, bro. To my, in our th- heart. No worries. Really. I have to confirm, but I was near that area. Can't to confirm, I was near the 100. <laughs> <laughs> I have to confirm. Are you, you guys seeing that, the caliber of Kess? I was top 100 on. FPL. Like, I was top 100 FPL, bro. At this point, FPL, you have bro, to subscribe because... Thing. Are you seeing the quality of guests we're bringing on to give you guys the information you need? I mean, come on. This this podcast has the pull like a Real Madrid has for the top players in the world, you know. It's just something that's. that's I'm not good. sure if that's Real Madrid still has that pull. Q Hayden. Um, I mean Q Hayden. <laughs> since you're another left. Q Hayden. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, what has really been exciting going on with Real Madrid other than like debt and financial trouble? Wait, no, that, that's Barcelona. Um, well, how about the two losses the previous week? Mm. I mean, mm. there's those two things. Yeah, I mean. It's- Quite the pull, eh? We have to be Quite careful about chill, guys. talking about Benzema. like world class, big, uh, big, big level clubs. Uh, we need to be careful who we include in those in those terms and in those just categories about to say, because we don't want to just two cents hand it out to everyone. Without Hayden roasting me, yeah, like I can barely start talking here before Oaks find a way to just roast me. <laughs> it's insane. Well, you support Spurs. Bro, I mean, you, Zach, you, you have many open doors to that. Sorry. I think you, exactly. you free this Please time, kick Dan. us off before I get put <laughs> under the fire again, bro. Okay, so as usual, I am joined by Luke, Daniel, and Hayden. You guys know who they are. There's no need for an introduction with them. But a team who, Buenos dias. you know, might in Buenos the future dias. have more pull than Real Madrid. I mean, Luke, I don't know if you can remember what those uh, Mbappe to Newcastle odds were, but I, I, I'm sure they're... They're looking a lot, a lot better now, um, and that that's Newcastle United. Um, recently, they were uh, purchased. Yes, I'm not sure. Yes, recently. Yeah, Luke. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna give us the odds? Uh, I'm not sure what his odds to join Newcastle were before the the new takeover, but I'm definitely sure that they have increased significantly. Yeah, true. <laughs> but um, recently they were taken on on the Newcastle takeover. Yes, yeah, Shane. 
I feel that Newcastle might end up buying off the United assets. I maybe think if Donny van der Beek doesn't get more game time, he might end up in Newcastle, who knows? Maybe Martial will head that way. But maybe not top players yet, because they need to be in a Champions League position. They need to be playing Champions League for those top, top players. Yeah, I was about to say, Shane, they've got so much cash. Why would they buy, like, Martial? Because they're not in they Champions League, so, so you can't attract Mbappe without Champions League. Because Martial's best You can't attract Haaland without Champions League. Martial is the I mean, best I think, in the I think Shane is very much underestimating the power of a massive paycheck. Um, <laughs> no, but no, seriously, Shane. Yeah. But seriously, I think Shane's got a good point. I don't think... Like, I mean, if we look at... If we look at Manchester City Rodriguez after their takeover, they there. didn't immediately stop buying... Ronaldo and Messi and all these massive players it's very much a gradual progression but it's a steady it's a steady progression that is always undeterred so yeah listen from what I've seen on Instagram and Twitter it looks like these guys are in a whole new dude league. Like, I think they've got like think I PSG think the owners are, are bowling, worth something yes. like the 300 billion they're over 100 billion it's like more mental. than PSG if I believe so yeah yeah <laughs> you're right yeah, there's there's two things with wow. this with this deal for me. <clears throat> well, and the first thing is I agree with you, Shane, in that generally when these teams get taken over, they struggle to get in like real you know superstar quality players. Uh, like Hayden said with Man City, like they weren't attracting like the superstars immediately. It's usually guys who you know are on big contracts who are playing for like big teams who perhaps need a move away or something like that. And generally, like, the generally they, for the first, like... They signed Jekyll. Exactly. Yeah. City. Like, Jekyll, Tevez. not incorrect, but he played quite a Robinho good season. Robinho was man. from Real Madrid, I think. Like, they signed, like, players, players <coughs> from big clubs that perhaps, like, on the outskirts. So I don't think we'll see, like, proper superstars going to them. Um, and then the second thing is, mm. financial fair play is still a thing. Like, for as much as we make fun of it, Yes, like, correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the thing with but PSG, not for PSG they bro. can't just go and spend a billion in one se- in one transfer. The thing window. with PSG is PSG still are still able to generate a lot of funds. Like they're still able to sell players. They're still able to get like huge sponsorship yeah, deals. Like PSG are still able to generate revenue, which allows them to spend more. Yeah. Now. Are they spending like a lot more than they should? Yeah. Yes. I mean, like the but PSG like, clothing line is basically a fashion. You know, Newcastle the now all are not the... able to generate the revenue to be able to spend <clears throat> as much as they want to. No, I, I genuinely think that they can, bro. Like all the all the Man City fans are now going to be um, suddenly Newcastle fans. It's going to be it's going to be great for them. <laughs> going to go mad. Um, what they're going to have half empty stadiums. <laughs> Listen. So, it's, so Newcastle are going to have a reduction in fans. Maybe the strat is the they just build an absolutely <laughs> massive stadium. They're going to have like a sea of uh, black <laughs> They're going to have a reduction. Out of the white ones. There. It's like, it's like when you shame, add a bro. negative, it becomes a negative. <clears throat> like if they had to replace like Gang Oaks, I don't I don't even know who would stay in this Newcastle team. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Saint Maximin. He's he's a baller. Yes, maybe Longstaff. RDK. Your Saint is a yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm done with Longstaff. I think maybe some of the younger players will stay. Uh, you know, some of the, like especially members of their academy. And, and your think... thoughts on Joe Linton? Ah, oh, back him. I, I like Joe Linton. Uh, I liked him when he was at Hoffenheim. But the thing with Joe Linton is when he was at Hoffenheim playing really well, he was playing um, in like a two-striker formation with Matthias Cunha. So unless Newcastle are going to... 
you know, get in another striker to play with him. Um, Martial. Potentially, potentially. I thought Callum Wilson would do that, but it seems like Callum Wilson was starting ahead of him instead of with him. So I, I don't yes, know what's yes. going on with Joe Linton. Um, I think maybe he needs to move away. Uh, they could probably get some cash for him. I don't know. <laughs> what they need cash? Yeah, right? but they, they, didn't they get a whole three hundred? <laughs> but that, that's the thing with financial fair play is you need to sell stuff to be able to buy stuff. Like yes. you can't just spend like recklessly. I mean, um, but I, I suppose they could almost they spend three hundred million, and they will will get away with financial fair play. If you look at PSG, for example, they spend how much on Neymar, Mbappe, and they've got more money though. Yeah, but. I don't know. There's some PSG. shady stuff going on PSG as well, though. <clears throat> the first thing, I think we, I think we should be careful not to completely disregard financial fair play because even if it is more of a superficial structure in place, it still has to be adhered to to some extent, or <laughs> you still have to make create the illusion or the deception that you are adhering to it. You can't just blatantly. Listen, uh, undermine it, especially when you're a club like Newcastle. They might have the money, but not the level of pedigree and prestige as as clubs like Man City and PSG do at this current mm-hmm. moment in time. So you got to be very tactful about how you <laughs> go about this entire. I mean, process. you're talking about the. Well, there's another factor yeah, with the Hayden, Newcastle. I just think if you're three times as wealthy as the wealthiest Premier League club, you will find a way to make things happen. You know. I mean, no, no, I get you. I get you. I think. What's a really interesting question, I know we're talking about players, but I think that uh, the more immediate question Stevie. issue that's up for debate is, yeah, do we think Steve Bruce is going to stay? Uh, considering nice. like, where's Newcastle, 19th? Negative. <laughs> but the Zidane. question is who replaces him? It's written May- in the stars. <laughs> Zidane to Newcastle. <laughs> Maybe they'll go for a more experienced coach. Maybe this, uh, they could have checked Conte. Do you think Conte can fit uh, a, Newcastle, a Newcastle side? Hell no. Look, I know Rafa Benitez did end up going to Newcastle when they won the championship, but I don't think that like that's going to happen very often. Where you can have like truly world class I mean, managers going to Newcastle. Um, no, I'm in just terms saying, of who, I know you're saying world class people wouldn't go to Newcastle, and I would agree with you before the takeover. But we're now existing in a very different uh, reality after this takeover. I think we're overestimating just how much Newcastle are going to be able to do in the yeah. next like 12 right. to 80 to 24 months. Like a guy, a guy who I think yeah, they that's... could potentially go for is Graham Potter. I would not be surprised if Newcastle at the end of the season say, we're going to the end of the throw season. a boatload of money at Graham Potter. He's going to be the guy who's going to... Yes, because I think what will probably happen is Steve Bruce will probably like stay manager till like, you know, the end of the year, maybe... Um, and then they'll probably get an interim guy in because I read somewhere that Steve Bruce really isn't even coaching this team. Like apparently his, <laughs> his assistant is like the main guy there anyway. So I won't be surprised <laughs> if they like keep Brucey for a little bit. And then like when things get really bad, sack him and just say, okay, this, we're just going to try and stay up, you know, maybe get in Sam Allardyce, like just stay up and then go after, um, Graham Potter. They, they're not fighting relegation. They are fighting relegation. Sam Allardyce is <laughs> the thing is, That's yeah, why bringing Sam Allardyce. I mean, it's been in the season, they, and, they, they and they're going to spend money win. in the in the mm. winter transfer window, most definitely. 
Yeah, but I mean, they will still have a good. They'll find a good enough asset in the winter transfer think, window to fix like, that. I get, I, I'm hearing your point, but I think because that if they wait to January to start making moves, especially with uh, they can only make moves for players in January, but with waiting until January to change up the coaching staff and stuff like that, I think they might be in too deep of a hole to climb out of if they wait that long. Well, I mean, what other clubs well, are there at the bottom with them? In? It's like Norwich, which they aren't going to do anything in the next transfer window. There's no hopes of them getting better. And <laughs> yeah. who else? Hey, hey. I, I think I'm Remember safe. Hey? I think I'm safe. <laughs> My <laughs> cheeks are safe. <laughs> Damn, Zach, you're going to have to go out and censor that, bro. <clears throat> oh, thanks, Hayden. No. <laughs> As we said, for context, <laughs> it should be fine. But also with Newcastle, they haven't had the most easiest fixtures. Yeah, true. They have started off yeah. quite difficult. I mean, it, it's... They have had okay fixtures. It's early it's in the like, season. Oh, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think they'll stick with Bruce for a while. But I mean, okay, look. At 17th, there's Southampton, who don't have any wins. But you would think that Southampton are going to accumulate some more points in, in the next couple of months. Especially when, let's see where they're playing. Very much so. Uh, They've got some good good youngsters in that side. Mm. You look at Livermore, and I mean, Ward Process hasn't been performing, but maybe he can come up again, and that will definitely make a huge impact if he, impact if he can come back. Indeed, indeed. And yeah, so and you have Leeds who've been massively underperforming, so you would expect them to pick themselves up. Watford is I don't know. Okay, they've sacked the manager. Watford are just going to. I don't understand what yes. but I, th- I think there are very few human beings that do. <laughs> and I think those human beings are limited to the Watford board. I think even even the previous time they were in the Premier League, they also sacked Bro, early on. They Watford sacked, love a sack. Uh, a Brazilian guy. Watford love a sack. I think they, the last time they were in the they had like four different managers. <laughs> Watford love a sacking. Yes. Uh, Hayden? It's... it's you, you're speaking yes, of uh, the, the younger players that uh, Newcastle have in their squad and that they might be looking to keep. And they only have two players who have played this season who are 23 or younger. Those wow. are uh, Joe Willock, <laughs> who was a good signing from Arsenal, in my opinion, and a guy who I think definitely could stay around the squad. And bloody Sean Longstaff, who turns up for two games a year, both of them against Man United. So I, I don't want to talk about him for any longer. But uh, speaking of guys who uh, turn up mm. when it matters most, uh, let's talk about the Ballon d'Or discussion because I think that whole ceremony and announcement is coming up soon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. I think they released, the, they released their nominees. Uh, fairly yes, recently. the top 30. Yes, yes, the top 30. Uh, but we all know the Lord and Savior Jorginho is going to win it. Uh, not on, Gino, not on Papa Perez. Uh, I mean, he won all the trophies, so of course he's going to win it because. <laughs> <laughs> not on, not on Papa Perez. <laughs> Look, guys, if if we lived in a fair and equal universe, uh, mm. Lewandowski would win it this year. Yeah. But UEFA's got something against Germany. Must be because they never end up winning Ballon d'Ors or any lately recently. Well, I mean the Ballon d'Or is French, and I mean, I think the French still hold the yeah, grudge against all, the Yeah, we know about that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I I wouldn't mind Lewandowski. Uh, I personally think Messi should win it and should have probably won it ooh. like every year 
for the past 10 years. <laughs> what, for winning the Copa America? <laughs> no, yes, for being the best player on the planet. That's factor drawing it to Messi. <laughs> but guys, I think this particular Ballon d'Or has to holistically consider the last three, like two or three seasons. I uh, agree. When, when we obviously didn't have Ballon d'Ors and then the Ballon d'Or season for which this one is connected to. Um, and we know that Lewandowski has really just been probably the most consistently fantastic player throughout well, the I mean, entire bro, period. His team has been also, absolutely clapping the league. You know, he kind of just needs to sit true. in a box and wait for something to happen. And so, <laughs> you say that but if Messi you also say had a good team it's a problem. Still the... <laughs> yeah, I guess. The thing is, if they're, know, at num- if, they're looking at, if they're just looking at numbers, they just, <laughs> you know, pick Jorginho. Like, man, man won like the World Cup and the league. Oh, sorry, no, and no. the Champions League. Euros, sorry. Euros. You won Euros. They're not the same thing. Don't conflate them to the same thing. It's very similar to the Modric situation, this. Very similar to back then. But like five times worse. Like I despise the Modric decision, but this would be like, if Jorginho wins it, this would be like 10 times worse. I actually kind of want him to win it so people can stop like using the Ballon d'Or as a measure for how good a player is. Hmm. Just like it, because guys, Jorginho is like he's a good player. <laughs> Jorginho is good, but that's it, right? But he won the trophy at the end of the day. He won the two trophies, which which is what more than you, a much. Though he won Euros, Champions League, and Super Cup. And he won UEFA awards. He but won guy, <laughs> Midfield of the Year. That's a joke. That true. was a joke. Like, if we're being honest, I genuinely think Golo Conte was more important for Chelsea throughout the entire Champions League run. And I think he deserves at least a shout in this as well because he was my player of the Champions League last season. And I know France, like, they got knocked out, you know, fairly early in the, the Euros. But I think even in, even in that, mm. he was really good. So you I think he deserves a shout purely beating. based on, like, the level he's played at because I definitely think he outperformed Jorginho for majority of the season. It's just Jorginho played... Um, he was just in the right team. Exactly. Like, guys, yes. guys, I don't think Jorginho even starts in Man City <laughs> or Liverpool or... He starts in Liverpool. He, start, he starts in Man United, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he doesn't even start in Man, in Man City's <laughs> squad. So how are we talking about this he dude has, winning the Ballon He has door? been starting quite often a bit lately. This, yeah. He's a he, boy, he was like, a thought no of my FPL, but, but I mean... <laughs> like, for him to win the Ballon d'Or over Messi... Lua or or Benz, hey, hey. I would be I would be. How do you put Benz in that. the conversation before Marcella? Watch yourself. Benz is wow. in the know, con- your, <laughs> know your place, How Luke. Salah, know your just... place. Okay, speak facts. Give me facts about Salah. What is what does Salah won individually or as a collective this year? Previous that year. puts him in the top three. Didn't he win the bat- didn't he win, um, What's the name of this thing? Uh, the Golden <laughs> Boot. The Ballon d'Or. Win. No, uh, Daniel's boy. The previous season, I think you won. Yeah. No, not last season. That's, maybe yeah, the season yeah. before that. Yeah, sorry. Before that, I think I, I'm trying to think. I think someone else won it last year. Yeah, the big man His himself, future Manchester City player Harry Kane. <laughs> future Man City player. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> my, my brain I mean, But Salo has always been about. You know what, Hayden? Goals. I can forgive yeah, like you for forgetting about season. Kane, considering he did play for. For Tottenham last season, Mohamed Salah 
in 2021 has scored 26 goals, 5 assists, and Zippo titles. Okay? Benzema, all right, okay, for Madrid, has gone through 34 goals and 13 assists and won the UEFA uh, Nations League. Oh, my word. The but Nations like, you know, it's also, wow. it's also, Please don't bring the Nations it's also, into this. you know, Benz has been carrying Madrid. You all know Benz has been carrying Madrid. Salah's got Mane and literally the whole gang to help him. Who has Benz got? Vinny, who scored like four goals. And two seasons ago, we had Ramos scoring the second highest That's uh, amount so of depressing. goals for Madrid. Like, Benz is being carried, no, but, bro. But Ramos That's really, penalties, really depressing. Yeah? So this guy's literally wait, wait, been so, sending it. Wait, Luke, yeah, Luke, I so know, you just acknowledged... All of all of these realities about Real Madrid. Yet you are still coming out here at the beginning of yes. our podcast, claiming that they're a, a world class club and all this nonsense. So I, I, I I'm struggling to yes. comprehend. Yes, they are world class club. Hayden, <laughs> okay, your star Do, man's injured again. No, eh? the 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 the, con- the conversation started with saying I was saying that there's no club in the world that has a bit more pool than Real Madrid. All right, okay. And the first thing that came to my mind is Mbappe. Is not who, for me who's not alongside Holland is probably the biggest prospect in world football, but, but he is wanted he at Real to be no. So we can't say with definitively that he's actually going to end. You know up why? There. You know Watch. why? He's going to because Newcastle. He's, he's going to go in to prison. I'm telling you this now. He's not. He's going to go to. He's going to go to the the best club in the world in his heart, Real Madrid. Um, that man was ready to leave Neymar. But did he? But did he? That's the Damn, question. This is turning can we, into a two-man podcast. He wants to you, 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 you keep talking fault. about once. Is, is Bro, there, there was literally once manifest into the physical realm of existence. But uh, when it's, I turn on the television, it's going to happen, Hayden. Mbappe you're just crying because PSG, it's, so, uh, <laughs> you're crying because you have Firmino, <laughs> Hayden. This guy had a whole interview. This man had a whole interview mm. explaining how he wanted to go mm. to Real Madrid. Yeah, I know about the interview. He wanted to be respectful I, I do not to deny PSG the interview. But my point is, yes, he's not what, there. What is players have interviews saying that they wanted to go to a big club, but ooh, it didn't happen, and oh, wait, I'm just going to vibe out for a year, and then we'll see how it goes. Only Real mm. Madrid. But he's not there. That's my point. And my, my point is that he's not we there. can't count chickens there. before they hatch. But he's you, there in spirit. You are out here riding this wave. He's there in spirit, and. It's going to turn in spirit. into ash in your mouth. <laughs> and, and then you, you're going to be crying next year. It's going to turn into ash during, during, during our next pods. I'm telling you this now. I'm going to be in tears, Luke. Well, um, speaking of uh, players who have carried their teams, uh, Jorginho was Chelsea's <laughs> highest scorer in the league last season. Did you guys know that? Can you please not <laughs> speak about Jorginho? No, He's not, I, I'm using... You, he... No one wants to speak about I'm using him, him as a swag as a segue door. to another Please. penalty merchant and I want to get Shane's opinion oh. on whether or not Bruno Fernandes deserves Penaldo. to be in this conversation. In terms yeah. of Ballon d'Or. The problem is Manchester United haven't done well enough in competitions to have any say in anything. <laughs> Didn't put because if you play that Europa League and you familiar. lose a final and where you should have won, but you didn't win. Didn't Portugal win the Nations League and this Bruno year as well? Bruno didn't do much in the final. Bruno didn't do much in important games. And you saw it. <laughs> and you saw what happens. I don't think he has some... He doesn't have a strong enough factor with him to say that and that. You he doesn't have a Ronaldo factor. Mm. What is a Ronaldo factor? Where he can continue to carry a team and win the titles. Mm. Fernandez hasn't won the titles. Well, Ronaldo couldn't do it last season with Juventus. Uh, all, Juventus was a different story. I mean, they were changing managers and that also had an impact. 
Yeah, that's why they need Ronaldo to carry them. And you saw what happened when they when they went really down. They lost. Yeah, I don't. I know. Don't quite know much about the Juventus story, but yeah, they changed managers. You know quite what? Often. Can can we can we just uh, give our genuine opinion on who we think is going to win it? Just 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 the name. Okay, no. let's go around. Let's go around it with everyone. No, uh, Daniel, who you got? Um. Yo, this is going to sound so cliche, but I'm going to go with Messi just because he's like won the Copa America. And it's that it's that Messi-Ronaldo argument year after year. Um, I don't know. Messi could get robbed again, um, but I, I, I read Messi for this one. Hayden, who you got? Um, so who do I think will win or who do I think deserves to win? Who do you think will win? Hayden, just make <laughs> it the same answer. Come on, dog. No. I don't think that's how it works. That's how it works. The Ballon d'Or. I think Messi will win, but it's, Lewandowski it's really deserves hard to win. Shane, are you in agreement, or you can go with someone else? It will be Messi for me because he won the Copa America. Copa America, correct? Yes. Yeah, that's correct. And Luke, you can't say uh, Benzema. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm not going to say Benzema, and um, quite ironically, I'm going to have to agree with Hayden. I think who it should go to is Lua, but. I think it's going to definitely go to Messi just because of the, the influence that this gent has had in general. You know, he might not be the, the highest goal scorer or the highest assist provider. He actually might be the highest assist provider, but I think for him to win the Cop America was like a really, really big step in the right direction for him in general. Step in the right um, direction. I also see that he's, he's won the, he won the Copa del Rey with, um, with Barca. So, I mean, that's two, that's two, um, team performances that he pulled through. And even though they might not be the most influential and he's scoring goals versus Bolivia, like, you know, it's levels, but it's it's Messi we're talking about. Just so when there's Messi in the conversation, there's always um, competition to be had with him and the other players in the world, the best players in the world. And I, I would hope Benz is going to be third at least. Definitely going to make it into the top three. Another okay. question, is Ronaldo top three, yes or no? No. Far from it. Like, <laughs> well, far never. from it. Because of Juventus' performances last season. Guys, Ronaldo <laughs> isn't a GOAT anymore. Oh, he's really he's he's not mm. on that caliber of players. Ronaldo is a, a, a low tier superstar. <clears throat> what about our bro? Like I just think in terms of superstars, he's bad. What about our brother Ungolo Ungolo Kante? Um, Ngolo, I'm gonna go Kante. with uh, Messi as well. So all five of us have gone with Messi. Wow. Uh, I just think the Such Copa America was. Yeah, yeah I think the Copa America was huge, um, and I I I can already see it. Messi's gonna win it. Ronaldo fanboys are going to be angry. Um, it, it, the German <laughs> fans uh, and people who consider themselves to be football nerds are going to be angry that uh, Lewandowski didn't win it. Uh, it's going to be a whole debate. No one's going to be happy with the decision. And that's just how it's going to be. I, I can already see it. Like, I can already see my Twitter timeline after uh, the ceremony. <laughs> like, it's, it's just perfect. Um, so, Shane... Since you are a Manchester United fan, we, we've spoken about Bruno Fernandes. Now, uh, let's talk about the guy who's managing him in uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Hold up, 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 hold up. One second, Jane. One second, one second. Hayden Anderson, here is a quote from you, directly from the man who you believe is going to win the Ballon d'Or. And I quote, In my team, there are two for whom I will easily vote. Take a guess, Neymar and Kylian Mbappe. Messi told France football. And then Robert Lewandowski. Okay? We understand he's got beef with Lua. He's in a different league. But then he goes on to say, 
who has had a great year, and Karim Benzema, <laughs> who was excellent. This is coming from the face of Barcelona, the person who is the direct enemy of Real Madrid. And this brother is putting him in the top four who he would vote for for the Ballon d'Or, which he is himself contending for. I did not once see the name <laughs> Mohamed Salah or any Damn, Liverpool supporter Luke for that, for that matter. Go, and um, I would like, to, I would, I would like to just, I would like to just, just add that before <laughs> we carry on this conversation because it has to be said that the goat himself has mentioned he, Benz. Luke in did his some deep research uh, for that. Luke, do you want a sticker for that you. comment? Good night, Hayden. Sticker for that. Good night, Hayden. Ratio. Luke, sleep well. Do you want a sticker? You want like a? You want a? Sleep tight, Hayden. Sleep tight, and all the Liverpool support. Do you want some praise or some some homo congratulations? Hayden's Hayden's had enough to say for the. You're like a hot man right now, huh? Cry more, Hayden. Cry more. This mate just got ratioed. Cry more, Hayden. Okay, Luke. If if it makes you feel a little high and mighty, I mean. Do you want a do you want a cookie? Do you want a cookie I, I, for that? It's sticker. <laughs> you haven't given me an answer, so Okay, before this turns into a, a Hayden versus I would Luke love a debate, I read we bring up some FPL and Oaks can just chill out. No 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 wait. Before we get to the FPL, we have to get uh Shane's opinion on whether he's Ollie in <laughs> or uh Ollie out. Just for the record, I am Ollie in. Um but yeah, what w- what's your opinion, Shane? Ollie in the mud. Ollie in or out? Yes. Mm. The players he's managing are too, 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 um, too much of a status. He doesn't have the right mentality to manage those type of players. He's good with the youngsters. You can see through Greenwood, he's doing very well. But I don't think he can manage Ronaldo. He can't manage um, Varane. He can't. So really he's not. He's so not. I mean, he's not good with egos. Someone in like Conte to do that because he's proven it at Chelsea. He's done it in the Premier League. So I mean, I believe Conte can change that team around in the Premier League. <clears throat> here we go. Here we go. This is this is this is what's going to happen. They need to sack Oli. Brings Zidane in. No. Steve Bruce gets child. Put Oli in Newcastle. And then we can he can prove himself and we can Luke, see from there. That's that's that's. Just we've established Newcastle have no young players. So why would you do well at Newcastle? Look, Zach, Zach, listen. Pochettino's probably going to end Zach. up going to Here Newcastle. Go. This is Watch. this is my question. I've silenced. I've put Hayden to no, bed. Come me, time, put me to bed. Wow. This is a yes or no question. I wow. want it's. This is a fat yes or no question. Zero explanation. And 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 Shane, this is just a yes or no. Do you have Oli in your FPL? Yes or no? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> do you have Oli? I think it's time for you have to Oli in your FPL. FPL. Please remind me where you can choose a manager in <laughs> FPL. Where's the Oli manager choices? FPL. Shane and Zach, do you have Oli in your FPL? Yes or no? What I mean, the classic is no. Like, How who do you has Oli? Who, who has a manager in the FPL? I said no. Ex- no explanations. Do you guys have Oli in your FPL? <sighs> No, if it was a manager's league. Is this bro playing fake, FPL in like the nineties or something? Fake fans. I think Luke. I think Luke needs to go to bed now, guys. I think he needs a bit of a nap. I the answer is no. Sleep, eh? That means that they don't back their own. Uh, they don't back their own. Their own uh, coach. Their own manager. Luke, who is your manager on FPL? Please tell us. Mrs. Anderson. Do you think that's funny, Luke? 
<laughs> you think it's funny to come on a podcast and then make expletives about my about my about my? You know who my manager my, on my, my is? It's Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. OGS. That is who my manager is. Best in the league. He's proven himself on multiple occasions. He's brought the best out of Pogba, as we can see with him in France. Him in France and him in United is the exact same version. It's crazy. It's crazy what he's getting from these players. Even even Van der Beek. Okay, I'm gonna stop now, guys. But I can't do he has anymore. Ronaldo and Varane now. So, what is your point? Yes. Proven players. I didn't have a point. It was it was just a just, just a joke. Um, but you guys said you don't have him in your FPL, so <laughs> just proves that you don't even back him. Yeah, I guys, I, I think Luke. Uh, there's a reason why Luke is not top of our FPL team. <laughs> 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 Is it because I have Oli as my, my, <laughs> my No, it's because captain. I think you think this is like the nine, 1999 season. That's why I think so. <laughs> the golden generation. Zach, you are at 445. I'm at 438. Hayden, what's the Do You know what? You'd be a lot closer if you didn't have Oli in your team. <laughs> Seven. Seven points. Uh, I'm seven points. So, so let, let's get an, an update on... Uh, our FPL teams. Uh, I'm going to start with myself first because I believe my team is most interesting going into this week. Considering I have wild carded. Let's go in. Let's go in numerical yeah, order. Yeah, I have wild carded. So I have some questions. Oh, did you? for uh, Shane, the uh, FPL enthusiast expert? Uh, I don't know what else. Connoisseur. Um. So yeah, Shane. Ooh. Chelsea. They've obviously got a, a run of good fixtures coming in now. Um, everyone's kind of looking at their players. They're like the main reason why I've wildcarded because I want some of their players in and it's just too difficult to do uh, without a wildcard. So which Chelsea assets do you think are like a must-have or like a necessity for these next few weeks? Well, I'll tell you something. Stay away from Chelsea midfield players because <laughs> you won't get any value there. But you'll get value out of Lukaku, has a high potential of giving a good return, but he's quite expensive there. And then definitely any any Chelsea defender, but not not the goalkeeper. Uh, I would look at your Alonso, your Rudikers, and maybe that that youngster now, Chaloba. that new youngster. Those those are your Chaloba. big assets. Chaloba. Yes, those are your big Chelsea assets. But also Man City assets are a good choice going Chibit on from Chaloba. now. Do you, do you think Alonso starts? Yes, yeah, he was rested last, the previous Yeah, game. but like long term. Because like if I want to bring him in on a wild card, I want to know like, out of like t- 10 fixtures, is he going to start 7 or 8? Or is he going to start like 4 or 5? Because Chilwell, Chilwell seems to be back. Mm, it's a good question that, because I don't know personally myself, but there's a hard chance. Because he, when he plays, he makes a huge difference to the Chelsea team, especially in the Premier League. What I've been watching with my eyes, he brings quite a. <laughs> I thought you were watching. But I mean, this chair was oh, quite wow. a good debate. <laughs> Guys, we've been watching the Prem wrong. Just. We've been watching it with our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just talking about like when you watch. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Rudiger's a no good wonder Shane's so good. Exactly, that's the key, wrong. guys. <laughs> Well, that that you heard it first from the best FPL player in South Africa. You need to be watching the Premier League with your <laughs> eyes, not any other body part. Uh, not with your ankles, but with your eyes. 
Or I mean, like, focus on a player, and then you'll see the big differences. <laughs> no, Shane, we don't bro, we just taking a piss, bro. Don't worry. Yeah. You're just roasting me. Yeah, the thing is, mean. I think, I don't know why, but I feel like, I feel like Azpilicueta is definitely more nailed on than Alonso yes. currently. I, I mean, he's the, the captain. That was I'd be he's very surprised if he wasn't com- nailed on. Like, you know, competing for that, what, I don't even know what position like, he plays, like, right wing back or right back. midfield. Okay, just there. No, left. No, he's on the left. He's just on the left, hasn't he? Alonso and Aspi. No, Aspi's on the right. Aspi's yeah. Aspi's a very good a good asset the as well. The thing about the thing about Aspi, but I mean that's your probably your best yeah. bet. Yeah, the reason the why I kind of like Aspi is because now, he's yes. playing right wing back now. But even if James does come back, he's gonna play centre back <coughs> as well. So like, like I feel like yes. he because of that versatility, there's a good chance he plays the majority of games, whether at centre back or at wing back. Um, mm. I think he can even play on the left as well. So like. That versatility means that um, Tuchel can sort of play him wherever, and then it just means Damn. he's more likely to play. Chelsea is stacked in my days. Yes, they are. Uh, Has anyone got three assets? Yeah, Chelsea I've got talk? three, but it's kind of a prayer when it comes to my back line because I've got Alonso and Christensen. So, <laughs> I mean, there's a chance, like we saw last game week, oh, okay, they didn't even okay. play. Both of them didn't play. <laughs> Rough. Chalibur and Chilwell played. But remember, Tuchel rotates as well. He, he's similar to Pep, so I mean, you're gonna get you'll you'll still get points from them. It's just to have a good a good enough backup on your look, bench. Every manager rotates except Oli. Like every top <laughs> yes. manager rotates. Well, and except for benching Ronaldo. I mean, what an what a what a. I have other words, but I won't say them because are we a PG show? <laughs> We uh, yeah. we are a PG show, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, we'll just uh, blur it out there. Whatever. I have quite strong words for him. Um, what else do you have? I, I have an interesting question. When do you play the triple captain thing? Triple captain is quite a debate, but generally I try focus on double game weeks because then I. If they don't get a massive score, they at least have a decent score because they at least have two games to play. So, I mean, my triple captain will definitely go to Salah. That's mm-hmm. definitely going to be my pick because Salah is my go-to man when it comes to FPL. Yeah. There's no other man I trust more than him. <clears throat> yeah, I was, I was about to comment on that. Like, oh, my days, this guy, like, uh, I'm not the best at FPL, but if there's one thing I do know, and if someone's going to say, Luke, what's the one thing you're going to tell me about FPL? It's that you got to captain your boy Salah no matter what. There is a de- you I don't have to we cap- might have this conversation again, and I don't want to have round three, but I definitely think he's definitely one of the most informed players in the world right now, and it's crazy what this man is producing week in, yeah. week out. Well, on, on captain picks, generally what I per se, it will be Salah, unless Salah plays a top team, I won't captain him because possibly maybe Lukaku has a bit better picture Antonio Mm-mm. so Shane yeah but I will yeah. generally captain yeah Shane oh, on captaincy let's talk about captaincy for this game week we've got Salah playing Watford and Lukaku playing Brentford who do you rate our captain Salah against Salah. Watford because he has proven himself against Watford I'm sure he's done a 4-1 against Watford before and I'm sure he Brought quite a haul quite a while back. This was a lot of seasons ago because I think he scored four goals and I could have had a triple captain him then long time ago. Say or less. captain him that game week. Mm. I just see yeah, now they, they've put Lukaku's yeah, muscle injury. Yes, I saw that. 75% chance of playing. 
big oof. But he'll play. And Trent's still out. Hayden, do you know when Trent's coming back? When he well, is he back this game? I think... Isn't there the thing that they think he'll be back by Watford because Watford's in bonds on Saturday? I mean, he didn't play this weekend, mm. so... No, I'm just asking because on FPL here, it still says groin injury, 50% yeah, chance Yeah, but I think... I don't, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I think... Uh, hopefully, he'll probably be back most definitely against United. Yeah, we know how fast Liverpool players come back from injury. So... <coughs> Uh, another question I'm like kind of wrestling with, yeah. uh, because I want Salah and I want Lukaku, like definitely, but then I kind of have to decide whether I want to go with a more well-rounded team, you know, get maybe Rafinha in, get Saka in, Ben Rama, sort of those like mid-priced midfielders, or whether I go cheap in midfield and go with Salah, Lukaku and Ronaldo. And basically, I'm asking, like, do you think Ronaldo is you. necessary in FPL? Because in my opinion, I think, at least for this run, you want to have Salah and Lukaku. But do you think it's necessary to have Ronaldo as well? Not this run. It's, per se, he'll probably only score one goal against the top team, maybe two. But he won't score a hat-trick. So, I mean, you won't lose out massively, in terms of Because you'll probably end up getting quite good return. <laughs> From who's your asset if you don't have Famous Ronaldo? Last words. If I don't have Ronaldo, I'll probably have like You've Tony, Rafinha, Saka, and Ben Rama. So you have Ben Rama. You still believe in Ben Rama? I like Ben Rama. Because he has a threat. Yeah, and I think he's, yeah. he's going to start. Yeah, but he hasn't been performing that well. In Yeah, but per se, that is a good... I believe in this game week, these few game weeks coming up now yes Ronaldo is not essential he's a he still has time to prove himself ooh Ronaldo having to prove himself mm. to be an FBL <laughs> asset not not a not a not a Premier League player I'm not saying he's has, he's proved himself there but to be an FBL asset where <laughs> someone with masses. a high price tag is he a seller is Ronaldo Salah yet? Basically, that's what I base it on. That is music to his ears. What you just yeah. said right there. <laughs> because Salah brings a return because he scores against uh, Chelsea, he scores against Man City. Yeah. Does Ronaldo do that? Yeah, yeah. I suppose that is, is true. Is it proven yes or no? This homie Takure is balling out in FPL currently. And I feel like Son's also going to... Get that, get on that form train and start pumping out the, the double digits. Son is a good pick too. The double Ds. Son has a good, uh, Spurs have a good fixture run. Sonny boy. Yeah, but yeah, we do. Attack but... is so wolf. But Son do. brings a good return no matter what. Yeah. Because Eugenie is the person who scored the goal. Someone who's also been chowing FPL is my boy Vardy. Damn, this Oak's been, he's been on the score sheet. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, Vardy's a. He's interesting. Ex- yeah, but Vardy's so expensive. Pick. He is. The point he is, is, he is expensive. That's the only problem. The point is, will you can? <clears throat> would you have Lukaku or Vardy? That's your question. I think you go for yeah. Lukaku. Very obviously, yeah. exactly because he hundred percent because he can bring two goals every week possibly, and Vardy possibly won't. Yeah, mm. yeah Vardy also scores like on one attempt in the ninetieth mm. minute in extra time. So, you know, when he scores, it's 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 kind of like unpredictable and you want predictability when it comes to FPL. 
Yeah. So um, that's my yes, which is quite difficult this season. Oh, I must say, of, the first rule of FPL. Yeah. Okay. The only person who's been a set on is Salah. I mean, every season I say that after and after again. I will never get rid of Salah. Before we start uh, praising Salah more, because I feel like we've given him way too much praise this episode. Whoa, but I'm praising whoa, whoa, whoa. him on, on FPL term, not on a Premier League term. I mean, Man he's been good, you. but like, are we really comparing him to Benzema? <laughs> whoa, Zach. Watch Zach's trying to spark the spire yeah, be- Before Hayden comes for me uh, I think it's a good time that we wrap things up here uh, before we head out is there anything you guys want to say um, just one more question for Shane I've got a I've got one more question for the man um, Shane give me three players one defender one midfielder one attacker that are sleeper players underrated players that our viewers need to go and put in the FPL right now go on this on this game week, this yeah, this game week maybe you can maybe you, you can say to the, the whole three. FPL or this just this 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 fixture run. Yeah, let's say this fixture run. Three players. Okay, let me just. I'll say now. I just want to pick up his name. There's a new guy from Brentford. Sorry, let me just get his name. See, yeah, they can be budget. They can be expensive. Yes, but give us three sleepers that people aren't looking out for. Aren't looking out. People are looking at Mbembu. Uh, um, your defender, I would say Duffy. Your striker, Duffy. Your striker is. I'm not quite sure on your striker front. That will probably be Vardy, as referred to by Luke. Um, and then your midfielder is Mbembu. Mbembu. Mm. What? Mbembu. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He, he's similar to Tony, but he's cheaper, and he can bring quite a good return for his price. I see. I see. Say less. Yeah, I like those picks. And this is why Shane is number one. Not to say there are many other options this game week, because I mean, Man City options are there, but Pep's rotation is a risk again. Yeah. Don't be, don't forget about Gallagher. Uh, he's playing Arsenal, so that's a pretty easy fixture for him. I guarantee. I'm sorry, we had to get out. We had to get the Arsenal roast in. Like we can't go episode without roasting Arsenal. Get the, Arsenal uh, the weekly Arsenal roasts. Okay. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed. Uh, thanks for coming on, Shane. Hopefully, this won't be the last time uh, you come on. Hopefully, mm, it's a pleasure. Hopefully, we didn't roast you too bad. And you enjoyed the the time. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I roast you about <laughs> FBL again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to get you on another time. Um, Maybe before double game week or something, or we can talk triple captain and all those sort of stuff. But uh, until then, um, thank you everyone for listening. Be sure to uh, subscribe, rate, review. Um, what, Luke? Hamburger Kuchle. Smickety smash. Yeah, and until next time, this has been the Two Cents Footy crew of the Two Cents Footy podcast.